ho, ho, welcome to Big Boy Movies. I'm one of your big boys, Matt the Santa Claus, Tim Allen Beebe. <laughs> and I'm another Santa Claus, not Tim Allen Santa Claus, the one he killed. Exhumed from the dead. <laughs> and uh, Merry Holidays, happy, everyone. Happy non-denominational holiday season, everybody. Yes, it is. we are celebrating everything and holidays, even the new year. We have declared the war on Christmas. <laughs> yes. We are on the front lines of the war on Christmas right now. Santa's fighting with us. Yeah, we, we converted Santa. We convinced him that getting Christ out of Christmas would be better for toy sales. Yep, and he agreed. He's a capitalist monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, canonically, you do have to pay Santa. Santa for the toys that he brings to your house. <laughs> yep. So you just in taxes. That's where your taxes yeah, go. Yeah, that is where your taxes go. Is straight to the North Pole. Yep. So Santa can make lots of like wooden cars and uh, yeah. like blocks. I well, guess he, he deserves it. He's the he's the most selfless man on earth. So harmonicas, maybe. <laughs> I mean, my my I look at the North Pole like like an elf. Yeah. Mostly because elf is. I think Elf's my favorite. We should one year we should do our favorite holiday movies. Okay, that will be difficult for me. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah. we can figure it out. Elf, I guess Elf is mine. Yeah, maybe Home Alone's up there too. Yeah, I, I guess yeah. If you consider Home Alone a holiday movie, then yeah. yeah. I mean, most a lot of people consider Die Hard to be a holiday movie. Yes, that's so. true because it does take place during the holidays. Yeah. I mean, what what is. Uh, Home Alone 1 or 2 have to do with Christmas other than it takes place during Christmas. Uh, well, the end of the resolution is always on Christmas. Yes. So <laughs> I guess, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it, but it happens. It's not like, oh, Kevin McAllister has to save Christmas. No. He has to save himself from the Wet Bandits. Which it technically is Christmas because these people are trying no. to kill him. Yeah, rather the, the Wet Bandits have to save themselves from Kevin McAllister. Yes, of course. Joe yeah. Pesci, Marty's good friend. Yeah, Marty. Marty's very good friend. Um, <laughs> he loves him. Yeah, I, that is like a weird because I forgot Joe Pesci was in the yeah. Home Alone movies. <laughs> they were playing it uh, Home Alone 2 on a TV at work the other day. And I was like, oh, I just saw that guy in the Irishman. <laughs> and here he is getting hit in the balls with like a paint can it's what or it whatever. Is. Yeah, it's what it is. Kevin. <laughs> it is what. Yeah. Kevin McAllister goes up. It is what it is. <laughs> and then he shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah, basically, they should make an extreme version of Home Alone. Oh, yeah. This guy's just brutally murdering. I think every YouTube channel has already done that. Oh, yeah. My bad. Um, I forgot. I forgot about the YouTubes. Yeah, they do have all those funny jokes. Well, this is the holiday special. This is a bonus episode. We yeah. already released an episode this week, which we haven't recorded yet. So I hope it was good. Yeah, me too. It's uh, You know what? I... I have I have high hopes for the quality of the episode. Yes, me too. Um, um, yeah, we'll see about the movie we see. I don't know. Yeah, you we guys are, know what movie we saw. We are pre Star Wars currently. <laughs> yeah, we exist in a world before we have seen the rise of Skywalker. Uh, yeah, we will probably be different people. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, so this is kind of like a crazy thing because you're gonna hear. Uh, some dudes on Monday, yeah, uh, who are just like, who are those guys? Yeah, but then you come on Wednesday on like, oh, uh, those or, are the people I knew. Yeah, on love. Christmas Day when <laughs> this comes out, you're gonna be like, oh, they used to be so happy. <laughs> listen, listen to those two. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, uh, for that reason, we're on a we're on a time schedule. I've ordered pizza, so if, I, I will be checking my phone for pizza. Yeah, every once in a while because we must we must have food before. Yeah, we watch Rise of Skywalker. We can't. <laughs> 
see Star Wars on an empty stomach. That's what I. That's what everyone was saying to mm-hmm. me. Like one person was like, "I was hungry the whole film, and I couldn't stop thinking about it." Mm-hmm. Like it's just a big complaint from a lot of people. Yeah, and there are so many scenes of just delicious food. Yeah, is what that's I've been the hearing. Issue. Yeah, yeah, that I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so hungry yeah. for that <laughs> star food." Yeah, Kylo Ren cooks up a big old space turkey. And yeah, has a big, <laughs> a very large turkey dinner <laughs> in the middle of the movie. Um, it's just like a way to add like yeah. Ooh, if only i could get some movie theater popcorn right now <laughs> yeah, and everyone yeah. at the theater is like yeah i'm gonna here's, go get some here's what it is um by now they will have heard my star wars predictions yeah. uh, you won't have but <laughs> since canonically this comes after i will say uh i am expecting some sort of theme park integration because oh. uh, the planet at in disneyland is called batu mm. i'm assuming batu is going to be in there somewhere something what if it isn't well, there's also a thing it couldn't it could not be. There is a, a chance it's not even referenced, but I would I'm really hoping that they all sit down at the Batu restaurant and get their space cokes. Nice. Um, this is great because I'm gonna make the same joke in the Star Wars episode. I'm excited. I'm um, excited. You guys already heard this joke. I have yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm this is how time works. <laughs> time is so weird. I, it's working yeah. out weird today, but it's it's we're in a time vortex currently. Yeah. We're we're uh, Matthew McConaughey drifting around a black hole yeah and the moving cr- the bookshelves around <laughs> yeah the crazy thing is we've also recorded like our two new year's episodes yes. at this point so we have a there are a lot of <laughs> a lot yeah. of we're we're confused you guys probably won't be yeah but. we're real podcasters yeah uh, and uh we're in the holiday spirit because today's christmas i'm sure you've opened your presents by now you're all sitting around the fire uh, listening to big boy movies yeah. uh holiday special i mean I, on christmas day i always wake up and i'm like oh i have to do this freaking i god i just want to watch my episode of joe rogan I yeah wanna listen to i want to watch my oh i guess you can watch <laughs> yeah, joe yeah. rogan yeah god i just want to listen to my my new npr mm-hmm. hour like i'm always so upset like yeah. why can't i listen to my podcast today mom like stop no, they don't the make presents. the podcasts on christmas it's a union <laughs> holiday but guess what we do. Yeah. Big boy movies on Christmas. We don't take a day off. No. <laughs> uh, and today for the holiday special, we're not doing... I mean, we did all our what we watched last week on the Star Wars episode, I'm guessing. Yeah. And uh, we're just focused on one movie because this movie is the best movie we've seen this year. Oh, so man. we need to all in focus yeah. on this thing. This is also... <laughs> We did also record our uh, best of the year and best of the decade before this. Yeah, so that's why it's not on there. Yeah, so if you if you notice a movie that is absent, uh, it's because we we didn't even know we weren't prepared. Yeah, I certainly wasn't prepared when mm. I had turned this thing on today. I was like, oh, we have to watch this because it's going to be funny. No, I don't have anything funny to say about. Blown this movie. away, serious masterpiece, <laughs> absolute masterpiece. Um, this is like a weird episode where, like, if you. I mean, I guess you don't listen to it if you're like, oh, no, I don't want a Christmas prince, the royal baby, to be spoiled for me. Yeah. But <laughs> listen, there there's some twists and turns, and we're ready to take you there. Yeah. And you won't have to spend the hour and, like, 20 minutes to get there. Oh, yeah. Although this podcast may be. Well, let's see how long in comparison this podcast oh, is God. to the Christmas prince runtime. I think this might be our shortest podcast, yeah. but we, we'll see. We Christmas prince, I think, is also our shortest movie. Yeah, definitely. It, it clocked in at a nice 84 minutes, yeah. which I have not seen a movie that short in a while. Yeah. It's been a while. So I was very excited to see that. Cook some eggs, cook some bacon this morning while I was mm, watching it. Mm. It was nice. I ate some Taco Bell. Yes. <laughs> I ruined myself and watched Christmas prince three nice. royal baby nice um so i guess you know just 
getting this how do you want to do this you want to uh, go plot point yeah just let's, like let's let's start off uh with something that surprised me okay uh the actress the lead actress rose in this McIver. movie yes her name is rose McIver. did not know because i saw the second christmas prince she is also the lead actress in i zombie mm-hmm. she's apparently from new zealand yep i had no idea good good ass english it's her, american her accent. american accent is very good uh-huh. uh uh-huh. she doesn't really sound like she's from new york um, it doesn't help that her father is also like a walking, talking Coney Island dog. Yeah. But <laughs> Ooh, by yeah. the way, second movie this year we've seen with a <laughs> with a character named uh, Rudy Moore. Oh, really? <laughs> Who's the other one? Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wow. Maybe maybe the filmmakers were really big Rudy Ray Moore fans. And they're like, this guy, he should just be just like yeah. Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> He's like Eddie Murphy in that movie. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about Rose McIver as well. She is like the voice of HeadGum, the podcast network I interned for. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's the person who says, this is a HeadGum podcast. Oh. She's that. She is cool. that. Um, now, and now she's a Christmas print queen. Fantasy world. How do we get Rose McIver on this podcast? I don't know. We would. Could you imagine we just like binge all three Christmas Prince movies oh, and just have her. a serious sit down we discussion need we need her that would she, be so amazing i am friends with people who have had her on their podcast before like we gotta do so, that there, <laughs> like there's like, a connection there, there is a connect this is hollywood baby yeah we can connect yeah. we can get them on the podcast we can have the christmas prince blowout bonanza oh yeah um her co-star on iZombie, i forget his name was when I was running the HeadGum Twitch stream, mm-hmm. was a guest on the Twitch stream, and he was hilarious. Uh, Raul, like, yes, yeah, Raul Kohli Co- yes. or he, something. Raul Kohli, he was he is hilarious. I yeah, I follow him on Twitter. He's very cool. Yes, um, but yeah, Rose, Mc- <laughs> this is Rose McIver's. This is yeah, her. This, this is, is her role. This is this what, what she'll we'll be remember. known for forever and always. Uh-huh. And I'm so proud. Any other notable actors? I don't think I knew anyone. Yeah. Else. I'm shocked because I recognized the name when it came up in the credits, and I was like, wait, there's no way it's a person I've heard of. And then it, it was. Is. It is. She yeah. is like the one. She's the one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's break into this movie. Uh, first thing that I noticed, her makeup has really improved since the second movie. Okay. Uh, not as good in the second movie, although I will say in this movie, she has the same makeup the whole time, including when she's sleeping. Mm. Is this character development, or do you think it's... Like behind the scenes work. I think this is behind. I think they bumped up the budget for this. Okay, all okay, okay. I think okay. they said Christmas Prince Two was went gangbusters last year. So let's give them a little, a little nice budget. Let's let them do uh, a medieval uh, peacemaking scene. Okay. Uh, between English man and Asian man with fake mustache. Yes. Um. Yeah. They. They. Uh. I think bumped up the budget because. Uh. Last year's movie and I think the year before. All took place within the castle. Mm. We get slightly outside of the castle. We get to, at one point. We go to a market. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, a little market. Um, um, by the way, BB has seen the second one. I have. This is the only one I've seen. I've also seen parts of the first one, but I barely remember it. Okay, but the second one I saw recently, so I can recall. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing she. So from what I've picked up, Rose McIver, she was a New York gal. Yeah. And now she is a royal queen yeah so she is a blogger a <laughs> professional blogger yes. you know like but how... no, she's a journalist bb all well, right i don't thing... i don't want to hear this from you <laughs> the thing is she's established as a blogger i think in the first movie 
I guess she also does journalism for her blog, which is definitely not how journalism works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you could do it, but it's a lot harder to be an investigative journalist with if you only if your only credential is I have a blog. Yeah. And it's it's like a blogger, like Google blog. Yeah. That you made yourself. Yeah. You made it on Blogspot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she. So little backstory. Might as well. Uh, in the first movie, the brother who's in this one. Uh, who everyone is suspicious of. Uh, he is the bad guy in the first movie, and he tries to steal the crown from main king man. Mm. He's like, I'm going to be the king. I'm going to cheat you out of being the king. But then Rose MacGyver comes in and uh, figures figures it out, uh, finds the, the hidden contracts, and is like, no, this man's actually going to be the king. And Journalism. The, yeah, the parliament is like, oh, I guess he will be the king. And then they get married because she's like, they're in love also. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was just because she was a Or Well, no, they're not. They haven't got... <laughs> at the end of the first movie, they're, like, together. Mm. Uh, and he's king, and the second movie is their wedding. And mm. the preparations for the wedding, and a whole bunch of hijinks ensues. Of course. Uh, I will say this third one is more coherent than the second one. Okay, okay. So this is a better one. I, is it the, better first, the first act of this movie has a plot. And um, the other one did not. <laughs> the The other one is like, there's going to be a wedding. We have to plan the wedding. Uh, the A plot, not even the A plot, A plot in the movie is uh, Rose McIver wants to like be her quirky New York self, but the royal palace people uh, want her to be proper and follow all the royal procedures and codes. Hilarious. hilarious. She wants to wear Converse with her wedding dress, and they're like, no, you wear the traditional... Uh, what's the name of the country? Aldovia. Yeah, Aldovia. The the traditional Aldovia dress, and where you can't wear your locket with a picture of your mother inside of it. That's rude. Yeah, you have to wear the the royal necklace. Um, Even though his mom's dead, that's rude. Yeah, to her. Here's the other cool thing: is that that plots a little bit of the movie, but a lot of the movie is about how Aldovia's economy is in turmoil. (laughs) The economy is crashed. And everyone's like unemployed, and the people of Aldovia are like in a state of civil unrest because they're all losing their jobs. And the the prince, the king, whatever, he's like, guys, like we're gonna figure it out. We got this new Aldovia plan that's gonna make the economy good again. And everyone's like, fuck you, <laughs> my kids can't eat. We're starving out here. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and so they find out that some like mean man is like embezzling the government to funnel funds into his own company or something. Oh, and that's her investigative journalist point in that movie is figuring uh, that. She's out. always got to have an events- investigative yeah. journalist. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she starts out this movie blogging, so yes. I immediately know this. I, is I think a- every movie starts with her blogging okay, okay. and ends with her blogging. Nice. Um, the little wheelchair girl is also a hacker in the second one. Oh. And hacks a laptop to find the the secret stocks or whatever information. <laughs> Stock market. Here's the thing: it's a movie about like economic turmoil and you know corporate espionage, and it doesn't understand any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the story starts and end with the economy bad. Uh, oh, this dude making it bad, so we stopped him. Now economy good. That's how it should work in America too. Like, that would be great. St- <laughs> like. Who who caused that? Who's that big, laptop? Great depression. Can I you know? hack? Yeah, it was that one guy yeah. who's just taking money from the government. Yeah, and I guess ending everything in unemployment. Maybe he was like undercutting people to like get co- government contracts or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. They don't. They didn't think about it as much as we are. Absolutely baby. not. So um, yeah, so that was like the B plot of that movie, and then also 
everyone falls in love in the second one. You'll notice in this movie, everyone's a couple because in the second movie, everyone just shows up and pairs up. I mean, it's a wedding. wedding. You yes. gotta fall in love. It's true. So, you know, her friends from New York come. One falls in love with the evil brother. Yes. One falls in love with the eccentric Indian guy. Oh. Um, the eccentric Indian guy is the wedding planner. That's his big part in the movie. Okay. He's always like, oh, it's not fancy enough. It's not, it's so drab. Uh, yeah, yeah, stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then oh, oh, right. the The dad has his own side plot. They really shafted the dad in this movie. Come on, the dad's and, in the, Rudy and, Moore. Come yeah, on, Rudy Moore and Christmas Prince too had this whole thing where he's like, you know, he owns a diner in New York and he makes hot dogs yeah. and French fries. But the head chef in the palace, uh, she's very, you know, I have to make the jellied meat and all jellied this gross European garbage. And he's like, oh, but can't we make hot dogs? And I thought they were going to fall in love, but they don't. He makes her cry at one point because he brings all the children into the kitchen. He's like, let's make Christmas cookies. And the kids make a huge mess in the kitchen. (laughs) And she cries and like runs out of the room. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. What was that about? And she was like, something about my childhood. Uh Uh, He's like, oh, that's sad. And then they move on from that one. Okay. There are no complete arcs. In, he makes in Rudy Moore does Prince make too. a reference to jellied meat. Yes. In this one, yes, so. that is from the the second one. Okay, so it's a callback. Yes, Classic. it is a callback. Yeah. That could have been so many callbacks. Oh my god, our pizza went from getting checked, getting our perfection check done, mm-hmm. to back into the oven. Oh my god! So it, it wasn't was, perfect. It wasn't perfect quite yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. They, maybe they should have done that with Christmas Prince Three. Yeah. <laughs> that that that's fitting. Yeah. Um. Well, to be honest, the like inciting incident in this movie doesn't happen until like I feel like halfway. Oh yeah, through. it takes because I knew what the premise of this movie was, and I was like, "Are we gonna get to the story yet?" Because <laughs> the whole first half's like, well, it, th- there's a big question: like, is he daddy ready? Mm-hmm. You know, we want to know if this guy's mm-hmm. daddy ready. Yeah, and we um, never find out. We never find out if he's quite daddy ready mm-hmm. yet. Um, but we get. I don't know. We just get a bunch of reunions. Yeah. Well, the movie starts. The economy's all better now because they stopped the evil economics man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're married now, and she is eight months pregnant. It seems like uh, they're gonna have that. It doesn't royal baby. look like it, but from what they're saying, she got a fake belly. It's very small fake belly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's fine. I I didn't care. Yeah. So uh, they're not telling anyone what the name is. They're not telling anyone the sex. Yeah, because they don't know them. So they don't even want. Yeah, them. they want. They're a secretive group. No gender reveal party. Yeah, not even for the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be awesome if they had a gender reveal party <laughs> and it was like some. Here's the thing: is like a better movie would have done this. I don't know. They get in a helicopter and like spray pink fog oh, over the yeah. town or something. I don't know. I want to do a gender reveal party for myself, mm-hmm. but I don't know the gender. And I just like bring everyone out and then I like pop balloons or something. And they're all question marks. And I'm like, screw you guys. <laughs> Why do you care about this so much? <laughs> they're all gray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah. I, I don't I don't care. I want it to be a surprise. Who Why do you guys care so much? That right? fucking thing's popping out in a few months. It's a then we'll all know. It's, ba- it's going to be cool if it's a boy or girl. I don't care. All right? Yeah. Um, also, I couldn't get the alligator I wanted for the gender reveal, so we're just not going to do it at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, uh, um, uh, what I, so I'm just like going through my notes, mm-hmm. random things I wrote down. I, some of these I can't even say cause I just don't know what they mean anymore. Yeah. I forgot. Well, give movie. me a note. This one says, oh, I think this is a quote from one of the characters. Mm-hmm. I think it was from... 
It was from that old lady who's oh the old lady who's like helping them figure out the treaty signing yeah like teaching them about it yes the the that was the lady who was giving her shit about not being like prim and proper in yeah, the second okay movie. uh well she her quote is I have my carefree moments I had one last oh, Sunday I also and I was remember like, that what does that mean <laughs> that's so good I laughed really hard at that one because it it has no context I was yeah. like did this lady get fucked last yeah. Sunday are you, are you is that implying <laughs> you had sexual intercourse yeah. last Sunday. What does that mean? Because we never see... She's only in the movie when she absolutely has to be. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you're so stuck up. And she's like, I have my carefree moments. I had one last Sunday. And it's like, what? <laughs> With who? <laughs> and How? they just gloss over yeah. it. They move on. It wasn't a joke because there was no punchline or yeah. setup. No, it was just a quick mention that yeah. I had a carefree moment on Sunday. It's yeah. like they've built the, the lore of this universe. This is like in the first Avengers movie. Uh, Jeremy or uh, Hawkeye and and Black Widow are like, oh, this is just like our mission in Bangladesh. And the whole Marvel fandom for 11 years now or whatever have been like, what happened in Bangladesh? (laughs) And they all want to know. This is that. Everyone's going to be like, what happened last Sunday? Oh, my God. Kevin Feige. What happened? (laughs) You got to make the movie that tells me. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's that's later in the movie. Yeah. Essentially, the the main idea of the movie she's gonna have a baby and then also there's this other fake country called panglia Mm -hmm. which is just like a generic asian country that has a king and queen uh who are more traditional um but i guess also super chill because they were both super chill for the most part Mm -hmm. um and they every hundred years they renew their treaty their truce that their countries set up like 700 years ago yeah and so every hundred years, both kings sit down, they sign a new part of the treaty, they roll up the scroll, and they send it back to the other country. So every hundred years, they exchange the treaty. Uh, and this year, uh, there's a little mischief going on, mm-hmm. a little strange little mischief, because uh, they go to sign the treaty, and there's this whole thing, because she's like, I think the queen should also sign the treaty. Why does only the king do it? And he's like, oh, antiquated rules. And so they said if the Panglia's queen also agrees to sign the treaty, uh, then the queens can also sign. She don't agree, though. But she don't agree. She's she don't traditional. Agree. She she's, don't agree. Yeah, she's a traditional lady. She thinks this the treaty signings for the boys. Yeah. Uh, just like Saturdays. Yeah, <laughs> just like Saturdays. Treaty signings are yeah. for the boys. <laughs> uh, Sundays are for the girls, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is, I mean, that was the, I feel like I was sleepwalking through this movie yeah. until the moment where, where, cause I didn't, for some reason I didn't expect it at all because at this point it was just like, God, this movie has no plot. It's yep. just doing nothing. Yep. And then all of a sudden they open the box and they're like, the treaty's gone. And I'm yeah. like, oh, here we well, go. Did you not catch the man in the cloak that appeared for exactly 0.5 oh, yeah, seconds? Yeah, I do remember that. And I was like, what was that? I don't understand. <laughs> they show a shot of the treaty in like a dark room, unguarded, of course. Yeah. Um, and a man in a cloak enters, just enters frame. Like half of his body enters frame and then it dips to black immediately. Yeah. It was very quick to yeah. the point where I like couldn't assume what he did. Like yeah. I thought he was, I thought maybe he like, I don't know. I thought he was just like in their bedroom or something doing some random mm-hmm. stealing something. I don't know. Yeah. Stealing oh. her baby. <laughs> stealing her <laughs> From baby. Her body. <laughs> um, here's another thing that was great. So another plot point is that uh, there's a big snowstorm in Aldovia, and all the flights are canceled. And I guess the roads are closed, even though they look fine uh, yeah. in the B-roll they have. Um, and so no one can leave. 
the Pangalea people were supposed to leave immediately after the treaty signing. Uh, the dad can't show up because the actor probably had scheduling conflicts or something. <laughs> um, and they're in this room and it's, you can tell there's supposed to be visitors, people there to witness press and, you know, whoever mm-hmm. to witness the signing, but no one can make it to the castle because of the snowstorm. And I'm like, the, it's a plot point that continues through the movie. So I can't be sure of this, but it does seem like a thing where they needed extras and they couldn't get them for the scene. So there's a snowstorm. So they're just like, oh, the the main cast. It's just the main cast because yeah. it's like five of them in this room when all these empty chairs. Yeah. And when the Panglia people walk into the room, they all stand up. The one uh, Indian guy, he like claps, but he's the only one clapping. And the poor wheelchair girl takes like five minutes to stand up with her crutches (laughs) everyone stands up immediately and the shot just holds on them yeah while she's like fumbling around with her Uh, crutches like waiting to stand up i was like such a weird moment it's i mean they made a joke out of it i guess i don't think it was a joke though they meant like when he was clapping the guy was like stop it dude (laughs) like oh did did he really okay um yeah, it was super weird. It was just like, that's a directing choice, right? Because you could have just had her already standing by the time you got to that shot. Yeah, but they, we have to see. Yeah, her. instead we had to witness her picking up her crutches and like balancing herself. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Oh, right. Yeah. She also had a plot and she had her own side plot in uh, Christmas Prince 2. Where Did she get a boyfriend because this boy is random. Yeah, her. so here's the thing. She also gets a love interest because everyone gets a love interest. She has to put on a play of some Aldovian uh, folklore that they also mention in this movie um, because they do also mention the play. And something happens and the play is almost canceled. Oh, right. What happens is because the economy is in shambles, all of the stage crew and the people who run the theater are like, hey, we're not going to work until we get paid. And they lock up the theater. And I remember because in the second movie, everyone's like, oh, no, the play's canceled. This is so terrible. And I'm like, you guys aren't concerned that these people <laughs> haven't been paid? <laughs> like your main concern it, I wanted to be entertained. this like middle school production of some random <laughs> folklore is canceled and not that, oh, the entire staff of the theater is on strike <laughs> because they aren't being treated fairly. Come on. Stop being on strike. I'm here to see a play, yeah. sir. I don't care about whether you're not I'm get, here to get see paid. this little girl perform <laughs> as a princess in some fucking play. But yeah, the the boy was, you know, the dude that she kissed in the play. Okay. Because there's a kiss, like the monster turns into the a kiss prince in this or whatever. film as yeah. well. They they lip to lip they kiss yeah. the D and yeah. I was like all of a sudden I was like oh my god I don't even know who this guy is you'll he was notice briefly in it that the gay couple in this movie I don't think ever actually kisses yeah and they also don't explicitly say that they're a couple okay um which well, you is don't wanna, weird you don't want to go all in baby right? yeah or someone's gonna my be my grandparents upset. would be yeah. very upset when they watch this yeah movie. I guess that is the idea is you like your grandparents watch it with their little kid and. If they see the gay people being too gay, they'll be like, oh, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) It's just right. That's what they do. Oh, no, Satan's in this movie. I didn't realize he was a producer on Christmas, (laughs) Prince. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't show this to my little ones. My daughter. Well, if, as long as they're just business partners, <laughs> I guess that's fine. Yeah. Uh, they're millionaires, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they are. He makes that mention and nothing happens with he's that. He's like upset either. at the quiz. He's like, you didn't notice we were on the top millionaire? Like they're yeah. implied they're in like Forbes or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like like we're, we're the top people in yeah, this industry. We're, we're business partners and we're millionaires yeah. now. Yeah, come on. <laughs> You didn't notice? Yeah, really bizarre. Yeah. this. <clears throat> I mean, I wasn't truly into this movie till the third act. I can't even... Re- they, all the other parts were just like random. Yeah. Like, like they have a baby shower at some point. Well, that's the thing. We should get into the, the scroll gets stolen. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, no, the scroll is gone. And they're immediately like, we have to find it. We have to find it. Um, here's another weird thing is they don't introduce the curse until way... like a while yeah. after the scroll goes like, missing. Oh wait, we need like a driving thing. Yeah, in we this need film. Yeah, because like who gives a shit if the scroll is stolen, I guess. Oh yeah, wait. What what's the big deal about the scroll? <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> like it's an important piece of history, but yeah. if they don't find it, like, oh well. Apparently their firstborn's gonna be cursed though. Yeah. Because of the sorcerers. The which s- <laughs> a sorceress was like, if you break this contract, uh, you know, a uh, curse uh, will be placed upon upon your firstborn child. Which, by the way, their arguments about this every time are so weird because there are people who are like, sorcery, that's blasphemy. And yeah. at one point, someone's like, sorcery, that was discredited. Like, t- like it was so yeah. specific. It's like, that was discredited like 200 years ago by scientists. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what did scientists do? Scientists like were like, I'm going to see if sorcery is real today. Yeah, they got around and they were like, all right, uh, we're, I found this old musty spell book. <laughs> and we're just going to go one by one and see if any of the spells work. <laughs> no, this is yeah. bullshit. I'm discrediting yeah, this. Yeah, you know what, guys? <laughs> Don't think this was the best way to spend our time. <laughs> Those scientists, they're well, just you, making sure. You know the Aldovian scientists are like, they're all just trying to figure out Christmas magic yeah. because Aldovia, for whatever reason, is like the Christmas place. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, is Santa real? The jury's still out on that one. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're the scientists. We'll figure it out for you. <laughs> That's where all of their money was going. Yeah. When the economy was in shambles, it was going to the, oh, the well, Santa the, Claus research program. The scientists have to figure it out. Guys, listen, I know all the truck drivers and like the people who own the local restaurants are going out of business and we can't have plays anymore, but we're so close to cracking the case. Come on. We, we need to find out if he's real, Santa. Yeah. We discredited sorcery, but <laughs> yeah, we're moving on. We got on. past sorcery, and that took us like 200 years. <laughs> it took us a while of it, yeah. but we finally figured out it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but still, some people in this movie are like, nah, it's real. Trust me. Yeah, well, you know, Trust obviously, me, Rose McIver believes that it's real. Yeah, because it's like, that's my baby. Yeah, right? that's my baby. If there's even a small chance that my baby gets cursed, yeah, which they never really say what the curse does either. Just says cursed. I mean, the king at one point is even like, nah, that's bullshit. But then he's like, well, better safe than... <laughs> he literally yeah. just says better safe than sorry, I guess. Yep. <laughs> so and the thing is, it. okay, there's now a curse on the line. And whether or not we believe it, enough important people, like the king and queen believe in the curse. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone else should believe in the curse. Yeah. Um, so monarchies work, right? Yeah. I mean, and all these people are so close to each other. They all, they're all a family or whatever. So they send the servants to search around for the scroll, and no one can find it in any obvious place. Uh, and then they're like, all right, well, I mean, we got two days, so I guess we'll just do whatever else. <laughs> that was straight up it. Yeah. Because they were like, well, it doesn't have to be signed till midnight on Christmas Eve, so. 
Yeah. Let's have a baby shower. We, we can still stuff. have the baby shower. We can still go to the <laughs> yeah. downtown Christmas party. Yeah, we'll just have them like look for it. I'll just we'll just do like yeah. random stuff I was gonna do anyways. So the search for the scroll you just don't see for the whole second act yeah. and most of the third honestly and honestly it was like more ridiculous on christmas eve when they decided to go to that market because mm-hmm. i was because they had this whole scene setting setting it up the night before they were like okay tomorrow's the day because they like found out simon they found out some shady stuff about simon yeah he was doing some sort of like weird business transaction i don't think yeah. that ever comes back it does at the end when they're like because because at that point they think they're like oh simon definitely had the scroll because he wants he wants to, because they he was like with taxes or something, and they want he was like he's gonna take part of the, because or no it was with the debt. He was like, right. oh, we owe this country so much money. He's gonna take part of the. He's he's teaming up with the other country to take part of the money. Yeah, and but then he's like, no, but our economy is so good, we will have paid back a billion dollars yeah, by the end of the year. I know. So there's no like, <laughs> nope. So there's no worry there. Um, no, but I think he said, so if the, if they didn't sign the treaty, they had to owe it immediately, though. Oh. And they didn't have the money immediately. Or so. It was a sure. very confusing pl- flop. Yeah, plot and the, the lady he knew, she wasn't their daughter or anything. She was just like their business friend. Yeah, Lynn. But Simon knew Lynn. They yes. went to college together. They went to college together. And they they're, dated. They're flirting it up. Yeah. And uh, Melissa's pretty upset. Melissa was very upset about it. Yeah. Um <laughs> they're flirting. They like play crazy. they play everyone's favorite game, uh Christmas trivia tree, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Decorate the Christmas tree and do trivia yeah. at the same time. Here's a weird thing about that game I noticed. So the game is you like pick up a card and it asks you a question specifically about either Aldovian or uh Pangolin Pangolin's an animal. Pengean I don't know Pangovian history yeah or some um it asks you specifically about their history and their folklore and if you get it right you get to put an ornament on the tree and the ornament you put on the tree is on the back of the card and they're like oh whoever gets the the star on top first wins but then they pick up a random card and it has the star yeah and it's like so it's just random yeah what if what if like the second card is the yeah. star well at one point they were like well, at one point they were like alluding to the fact that they were all, they were close to winning, and oh, I was like, yeah. "How are you close to winning? You just randomly get the stars." Yeah, so and you it's, don't know. it's all based on whether or not you get the trivia correct. Yeah, and the only way you could be close to winning is if the deck was running out of cards and you hadn't got the star. Yeah. Yet, I guess. Uh, here's more things that since we're gonna talk about all these one before we get to the big finale. The finale's insane. You know, we gotta talk about that's how, the actual movie. Yeah, you know, she got all of her. Uh, it's probably the most modest baby shower for a royal baby I've ever seen. Yeah. She gets a teddy bear. She gets a uh, knit hat that the woman made that morning. Um, <laughs> a song on the piano. Because I was like, she's like, oh, I made it today. And I was like, did you not? Oh, because I guess she was yeah. expecting to leave. So she yeah. wouldn't have brought a baby shower present. Yeah. 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 Then the <laughs> the king gets on the piano and serenades everyone. Yeah. Um. Not the king of Al Algovia, yeah. the other king. The yeah, um, yeah, and they make a crib too after it. Yeah, they build the IKEA crib. But guess what? Doesn't they did it wrong? They did it, it wrong. Falls apart. Did it fall <laughs> Funny. apart? Yeah, it fell apart. Oh, I I probably looked. He away. was like, oh, that part's, or he mentioned like, oh, this part's on wrong. It should be fine. And then maybe this is the joke. It falls apart. Oh my god! And then the, and then the guy, he's like. Well, guess it does matter that it was wrong. And you know like, what? That's a funny joke. 
I, I must have been looking at my phone or something. I wasn't paying 100% attention. That was the funniest part of the movie. I missed the funniest <laughs> joke. I'm so mad. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, and they go to the market is the other little thing they do. Mm-hmm. They just have a random, it has nothing to do with the plot. They have fun at the market. Mm. Everyone's having fun. <laughs> they're skating yeah no everyone's like oh it's the queen oh yeah. it's the queen oh it's that's, the king everyone yeah, loves her take and a picture this yeah. is how we establish that everyone loves the queen yeah and that's how the other queen's like wait a second everyone loves her why can't everyone love me but here's the thing the husband the the pangea husband literally says oh everyone loves her yeah they love both of us we're yeah. super cool yeah so there's no there's no conflict there. <laughs> it's just a random thing. It's literally just because the husband also says, yeah, I think she should also be uh, an important member of our government and she should be able to sign the treaty, but she doesn't want to. Yeah. And uh, also, not only does she want to, for whatever reason, the only reason she doesn't sign the treaty is just because she doesn't think she should, even though no one has imparted that like ideal on her. Yeah. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's so weak sense, because I guess they didn't they didn't want um, they didn't want the king to seem like a big asshole who's like, no, my wife cannot sign the treaty because they want you to like these people. Yeah. And so instead, you just have them just being whatever about it and then nothing happens with it. Yeah. Um, I, it's just, this movie's not good. All right. No, it's it's not good. Uh, BB, I found out I put the wrong address in, so I'm upset. Where did the pizza go? To my old apartment. It didn't go anywhere yet, um, oh. but I will. That means they're going to call me. Oh, okay. because because I put in the wrong apartment. Okay, number. well they're only gonna go like one floor up, right? Yeah, yeah. It, well, they'll so downstairs they'll be like, they'll say, "Oh, I have a delivery for apartment 707," and they'll be like, "What?" No oh. one lives there. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. So they'll just like go through this thing where, where they'll be like, mm. we'll be confused. This guy will have to call me. Now that basically. is a compelling B plot. Yeah, that I agree. should have been part of the Christmas. It's a B plot of our of our podcast. Yeah, that's exactly. for sure. I'm gonna get a call soon. I'm in. I'm. In, I'm okay. Third act. In my notes, I literally BB saw. Uh, it's filled. It's like a page full. Yes, I just wrote this whole thing. A lot of notes about this final act because it is a banger. Oh, it's a banger for sure. Because all of a sudden things just rev up because mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like the airport. So it starts off the air, the airports. They're open again. Yep. So immediately, immediately the king and queen from the other country without signing this thing are like, okay, we're heading out then. Yep. <laughs> That's the first thing that happens. They're like, oh, okay. Nothing else to do. We're heading yeah. out, right? Oh, well. Um, <laughs> and um, so at this point, they think Simon and Lynn are behind uh, hiding this thing yes um and they're they're getting ready the king and queen they're getting ready rose mciver they're like okay we gotta expose these guys mm-hmm. it's now time they're about to leave we need to expose them but the queen starts having her freaking baby oh she gets those surges she surges is what they call them in mm-hmm. this movie and wow she is in labor yeah going into labor and then all of a sudden we get this mini doctor plot. Uh, the, the doctor gets tripped up a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. The doctor trip up was a big laugh for me <laughs> because she's driving down a dark road at night and the guy's like, she's having her baby. Like she, the baby's a month early. Uh, and the doctor's like, all right, I'm on my way. <laughs> and then an owl like screeches past her car. It doesn't hit her car. It's just like this screaming owl 
flies towards her car and flies away, and it causes her to spin out and crash into a pile of snow. Yep, so she's stuck in the snow. Roads roads were closed. Yep. Warning, come on. What are you doing, doctor? Yeah. So all of a sudden, now everyone's freaking out. They're like, the doctor's not even going to be here for the birth. What the heck is going to happen? Yeah. But the king's like, no, I'll go get the doctor. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> um, and the king, he goes to get the doctor on horseback. Mm-hmm. While this is happening, Rose McIver... She's being she's now being treated by the other queen who says that she has done this many times. She's given birth before. Yeah. And she has helped people give birth, apparently. So she's helping her and she tells Amber's giving birth and she tells um, the princess, the the princess in the wheelchair and uh, the king's mother to go to the to the dungeon. Yeah. To go get because she she's a journalist and she mm-hmm. has a sneaking sp- suspicion yes that this thing's in the dungeon now let me ask you this john george um we saw knives out recently mm-hmm. and you'll notice how in knives out there are a lot of uh items and and points of interest introduced in the beginning of the movie yes that then come around to the oh, end yeah. of the movie oh yeah um do we have any idea what the motivation for this is at any point no no <laughs> these are all in t- her her entire, you know, motivation and her journalism and investigating is based entirely off of evidence that we, the audience, have not seen mm-hmm. at all. Well, BB, I think you're forgetting that she's giving birth while doing this, and that's oh, freaking impressive. Yeah. So that's more impressive than Knives Out. I don't that's know true. It's that. true. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> Daniel Craig was not giving birth during his big scene. Yeah, in and that's out. that's the big thing. Rose mm-hmm. McIver is giving birth while she is being a detective. So that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. I've never seen. Yeah. Like it'd be like a Scooby Doo episode, and Daphne is like giving birth. Yeah, <laughs> while she's revealing oh, God, the big, <laughs> while she's revealing the big, the big. Yeah, while she's taking the mask. Yeah, off, it's what's part. great about this is that whoever wrote this, I'm sure, understands labor yes. uh, really well because this is the fastest labor probably in history. Because mm-hmm. usually that shit lasts for like hours. Yep. Um, and she, she goes from her first contraction to like about to have this baby in maybe one or two hours. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it's all movie magic, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the princess and the mom are down in the dungeon, though, they get locked in there. Yeah. Spooky door. And the best part is when they get locked. <laughs> um the mom like we get the shot of the key and it looks so far away from the door where they got locked in Mm -hmm. and the mom's like trying to reach for it and it's like no you're so far away from it it's not gonna work um what i write down i wrote amber is giving birth and it hurts (laughs) (laughs) her belly is small and her baby is even smaller yep uh, and she rejects the pain medication oh, yeah, for no. some She's gotta reason. She's got to be focused. Oh, that's right. She's got to be focused. She's a journalist. Yeah, as we all know, like whatever over-the-counter pain medication they were about to give her was really going to like make her trip out. Yeah, well, drugs are bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she should have said that. Um, so Simon, Simon, who we still think is bad at this point, is coming mm-hmm. in. She, he's giving her stress oh, balls. Oh, that was so good. And I wrote, all of a sudden, Simon is gaslighting Amber with stress balls. He's gaslighting? <laughs> is that what you got from that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like he was trying to be, because everyone was mad at him. Well, he didn't know why everyone was mad at him. So he's like, oh, I'm going to get their favor. I'm going to be nice. And I'm going to hand this, <laughs> this woman in labor two stress balls for her to squeeze. Yes, yes, yes. As if I've like discovered fire. And Amber's response is like, oh, my God, Simon's actually a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such a bizarre. Because like 
there's stress. It's like what you squeeze in the office when you got too much work to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like, you know, walking up to someone who broke their leg and being like, oh, don't worry. I have this thing called an ice pack. <laughs> Why don't you slap that on there? there It'll go. really help you out. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, and then we go back to the mom and princess uh, who the princess is trying to use her, her crutch yeah. to go to grab the key. It doesn't work. And mm-hmm. then she falls backwards. But falling backwards, is a, it's, it's, it's secretly good. Oh, yeah. Because they find the treaty and uh, something she cracks open when yeah. she falls backwards. There's a random, I guess, just ch- coffin or, or chest that has yeah. a stone lid. And she falls on it with enough force to crack the stone lid. Yeah. And they see the treaty sitting inside of this, uh, you but, know, lid. But they got to keep it going with the twists and turns because guess what, baby? All is lost. All is lost. They're still stuck in the dungeon. There's, they're locked in. Yeah. But wait a second. Wait a second. The mom grabs her hairpin. Yep. And she picks that freaking lock. Yeah. Couldn't have thought of that, that before they were no. going for the key. Yeah. Because they have this whole, they literally have this whole moment where they're sitting there like, oh, we have the treaty, but it's almost midnight. So I think it's just over. Yeah. But then the mom's like, wait a oh, second. Oh, no. But I have a hairpin and that will <laughs> unlock this old dungeon door. Yep. Uh, and that keyhole was so big. Yeah. Well, they, they, they picked the lock. I mean, the mm-hmm. the princess was a uh, hacker in the last movie. Apparently, that's so. true. That is, and that is also brought up with about as much care as the the hairpin thing, mm-hmm. uh, because it's literally just all of a sudden. Oh no! Wait, no! I have the skill to solve this. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone before. This was never established. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> now I have the skill. Exactly. Um. All right. Then I wrote time to solve the mystery all while in labor. This is most impressive detective work I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, she, she does her big reveal scene like they have in Knives, Knives Out. Out of they course. have in all the detective movies. Yep. And, uh, it wasn't Simon who did it. It was not Simon. Mr. Little freaking did Mr. it. Mr. Everyone's favorite character. When she said the name Mr. Little, I absolutely knew I was who like, it was. <gasps> yeah. Not him. Oh my God. I, he's so well established in canon. I yeah. will give you, there was one minor thing that he gave away that did make him the suspect, but the reason she knew it was him was not based on that because she wasn't even there when that conversation happened. Yeah. Because <laughs> he earlier in the movie says, oh, there's a ghost in the dungeon. And he thinks that'll be enough to stop anyone from going down there yeah. where he hit the treaty, which is weird because, again, the roads weren't that bad. If you really wanted, I'm still not clear because, okay, <laughs> 200 years ago, his ancestor also tried to steal the treaty for whatever reason and they failed and they locked the dude in the dungeon for all time. Yeah. And then he, as the descendant of this guy is like, I'm going to steal this treaty to, to honor my ancestors. Um, why not just fucking book it after that? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Why? Because his definition of steal the treaty work, he wants to, he wants to work for them. I, but he that's not, to, you don't get he, it both ways. He wants to be in in a job still. Maybe. And yeah, I mean, we could pick know. this apart, but it's so bizarre to think about because he just puts it in the dungeon. That's barely stealing it. That's just moving it to a different room in the castle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. She finds out from something off screen. She finds out. She was like, I was looking at the family trees mm-hmm. and I saw you're related to the people who tried to steal it. Yeah. Before. It's like, oh, okay. And so it feels like a shot in the dark. It's like not mm-hmm. it's not like clear evidence that it's true. It's like a shot in the dark almost. And he immediately is like, 
I had a duty and I did it yeah i had to honor my family yeah by by half stealing this treaty yeah and then we're like then we go to simon kind of because we're like oh simon's not a bad guy and he freaking proposes down on one knee here's another thing to examine so she's spying on him at uh, melissa's spying on simon and simon gets caught and then she leaves and then he has this moment where he's practicing saying something but it's not practicing the proposal it's just pra- it's just practicing like an apology, I guess. Yeah, but at one point, one of his things is like, "Hey, fuck you! Yeah. You don't even know what it's like to live in a castle. I hate you." And he, and he decides, "No, that's a bit too aggressive." Yeah, he's like, "Oh no, that's too aggressive." I was like, "What is he? Pl- what is he practicing?" Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because it wasn't the proposal. Bad, BB, right? It's yeah, bad. I knew he was gonna propose at that point. Yeah. Um. And then, of course, they have to... I mean, it's not over yet. They still have to sign the freaking treaty. And oh, they, yeah. They take, their, they take their good old time with mm-hmm. it, too. They're, it's like about to be midnight, and they're all saying some things beforehand, and then yeah, they, they have to literally make it a ceremony. Sign it, they sign it with one minute left. She signs it, like, in the bed backwards. Yeah. Also, the pen they have barely works, Yeah. Um, which is also funny because in the scene, the 1400 scene, where the original treaty was signed... They're signing it with what are, I think, supposed to be quills, but they clearly did not have, like, real quills on set. They were just, like, feathers you buy at the party store. Yeah, yeah. So the ends were so dull that they couldn't write more than one letter yeah. with the quill they had. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> just a high budget. Yeah, right? yeah. They made a lot of they, money off They were like, oh, well, what's a, a quill's just like a feather, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, we can do, we can get we a can feather. Get, I can get a feather. Let me just get a bird. Yeah, go to a party city. <laughs> Let me get a bird. <laughs> Someone shoot a bird out of the I sky. there's a seagull they just used on that lighthouse yeah. movie. I'll go grab him. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if Robert Pattinson's done with him. <laughs> see, that would have been a great crossover is Robert Pattinson's just like, poof, poof, poof. and then someone comes over and he's like, the court of Aldovia requests your bird, sir. He's like, okay. All right, I'm done with it. I hope this doesn't bring any curses to Aldovia. Oh, no, we we ruled out sorcery. We proved that was it's fake. discredited. Yeah. Uh, but that would have ruined the lighthouse because then he wouldn't it's have true, believed yeah. that there was any magic happening there. Um, and then, I mean, still the baby's coming, so there's even more, mm-hmm. even more to be worried about. Um. Uh, let's see. They they have a baby, and I guess they have a little bit of a gender reveal party because he like yeah. walks into the other room and he's like, "It's a girl." I mean, at that point, they have to tell them. <laughs> you should have kept it as long as you could. Yeah, kept yeah. it in for like years. Rudy Moore makes it. Yeah, Rudy Moore. I forgot that he was even in the mix at that point. He, he shows to, up exactly after the baby yeah. is born. He gets to hold it for like a couple seconds before mm-hmm. the doctor comes in and is like, uh, "We have to weigh it now." So yeah, just. <laughs> Unhand, unhand the baby, please. <laughs> oh, right. Here's another weird thing I want to bring up. Uh, they First off, they have FaceTime with the dad multiple times. Yes. The first time they classic. FaceTime this dad, he sits in a booth in his restaurant with no headphones in or anything. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's his restaurant. Maybe it's not super busy. Yeah. He can have a conversation with his daughter. But then the second time, he's in the airport, no headphones, shoulder to shoulder with people, no <laughs> headphones, having a full FaceTime conversation. Yeah. And then in that conversation, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you left New York, so you don't get any more New York pizza or bagels. 
And she's like, oh, dad, I love bagels. Can you get me some bagels? And he's like, yeah, of course I'll get he's you some bagels. Airport. He's Where in the airport. He's in the airport. You can't get good New York bagels in like JFK, <laughs> which is where I assume he was. And like, if you've already gone through security at JFK, there is no way you're going back. Yeah, yeah. JFK has some of the worst TSA security to get through. Uh, so yeah, he's stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he just wants the bagels. Yeah, right? we we get the payoff in the credits for the bagels. So, oh, the pizza was delivered. That's not good. Uh oh. Oh shit! Did someone take our pizza? Oh, maybe. No. 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 Oh god! It's no. a Christmas tragedy. No. Oh, Christmas is ruined. No, they gave it to seven oh seven. But does someone live in seven oh seven? Someone might have moved in by now. Oh boy! Oh my God! Should we go up there? I think we maybe. I'd be. It'd be awkward if we went there and they're already halfway through the yeah, pizza. Yeah, they have like the pizza in their mouths, and, like, and we're like, oh yeah, uh, hey guys, that's our pizza. <laughs> I ordered is, it to my old apartment. That is our pizza. Oh, <sighs> then we just like, what do we do? I just have to like leave it. Just be like, yeah, I guess we'll take whatever you have left. Yeah. <laughs> God, that sucks. Yeah, I really screwed up this wow. time. Wow. Oh, oh, what a terrible ending to the Christmas Prince. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Christmas pizza. Um, I I also like how Rudy Moore, when he was holding the baby, he was like, he was like clacking at it like it was a dog. Like, that's what the noise my mom makes. Oh, yeah, like clicking to it. She's like... Like that, <laughs> and I was like, "That's the that's the noise my mom makes yeah. when she's calling my dog." This baby was born two minutes ago. <laughs> and he's just like, it doesn't here. know what come anything here, is. Yeah, <laughs> come here, come here. Uh, yeah. Uh, does anything else happen in this? That's like the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The movie ends. The they name the baby, and from what I can tell, the name has no significance. No, it's named after her mom. Oh, okay. I missed that. Yeah, Rudy Moore says, "Oh, you named it after your mom." Oh, okay. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that baby is going to be the Christmas queen. <laughs> yeah. Christmas queen one day. And yeah. I can't wait till that movie comes out. Oh, yeah. I mean, so here's what we're going to do now. Uh, since we have probably a little bit extra time, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, I want to do what I'm going to call the Christmas pitch. Okay. We're going to figure out what the Christmas Prince 4 is going to be about mm-hmm. um, and exactly where this franchise is going to go. Because I assume we have the Christmas Prince cinematic universe. Yeah. We can play around in this space. We're going to go to Netflix and we're going to tell them how Christmas Prince 4 plays out. Yeah. Um. So this is, so far it's played out like a normal like relationship has, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Like it starts off, they fall in love. Then they get married, and mm-hmm. then they have a baby. Yes, those are the three big things. So what happens after you have yeah, a baby? Um, I mean, they're king and queen, so they don't really have to have a job. The royal divorce? Oh! <laughs> oh, boy. Marriage story meets Christmas <laughs> Prince. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's something interesting. They copied Knives Out this year. Yeah, this marriage year, story next marriage year. Story. Okay, I because here's the other plot thread I was thinking about, is they have a quick discussion when they're on that sleigh ride, and she's like, oh, I want our baby to have a, a normal life, like as normal as possible, and the print the king is like oh well i had nannies and i went to boarding school and yeah. i turned out totally normal and she's like but i went to public school and rode the subway when i was 10 yeah and uh then that that conversation never goes anywhere it's basically <laughs> them just 
not even agreeing to disagree. It's just them both stating what <laughs> their childhoods were like. like. They basically just ended up saying, we'll do something in the middle, I guess. I yeah. don't know. We'll take a subway halfway and then we'll... <laughs> but there are, no, there are no subways in Altovia. <laughs> They'll build one. We don't even know if there's another house in Altovia. Come on. If this is based off England, London has a subway. Yeah. Just build subways. I don't think this is England, though. I Come think on. it's some like random Eastern European country. Yeah, probably. Um, but this could be such a good marriage story rip off because mm-hmm. she could go back to New York and he could be like, we're an Alcovia based family. So here, yeah, yeah. Here's <laughs> what it is. She wants the kid to go to public school. Um, but the public school system in Aldovia is garbage. Yeah. Uh, Simon, I assume is made secretary of education. Yeah. So he's just really fucked up those really public bad, schools, really, really ruined them, yeah. uh, gutted the arts programs. He gave all the money to the football team. But the football team's been last place for years. Oh, so bad. Yeah. So, you know, she's like, I'm going to take him to New York. He's going to go to PS 197, right where I went to school. Yeah. You know, right in, right outside of Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she flies to New York. She's starting to raise the kid. And he's starting to miss her. He's got to take on more of the kingly duties because she's, you know, remote out of New York. And her blog's coming up, rising through the ranks of blogs, I guess. <laughs> uh, and yeah, now they're separate. Yeah. Now now they are of two worlds. Yeah. One in the, the Big Apple and the other in Christmas Town, <laughs> uh, Europe. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, and that's how they did. And the posters are just like Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. One is her face. With, with the, the New, New York, York skyline. The other is his face with that one castle <laughs> from, every, from the, the castle where every movie yeah. takes place. I, the budget's going to have to be bigger this for this one. They're going to have mm. to go real outside the castle. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, I, yeah, I think this is a good one. A royal divorce. Yeah. Um, or royal separation, even. Yeah, the royal separation yeah. is good. I yeah. like that. Um. Because that's what happens next, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe the fifth one, they get back together or something. Yeah, it could be. I mean, they're going to have to do something. Maybe at the end of the fourth one, they Here's get back. Here's the thing. If they do get divorced, then she won't be queen anymore. Yeah. Unless that's part of it. Oh. oh. They make it part of it because the, the law system's yeah, like, Yeah, yeah. They but... both, she gets a, a fast-talking New York lawyer. Yeah. And he gets a slow-talking Aldovian lawyer. Played by Laura Dern. Is playing yeah. <laughs> Laura Dern's got to be the New York yeah. lawyer. The... Yeah. Laura Dern's the New York lawyer. <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, who who would be a good Aldovian lawyer? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we get. Uh, I'm trying I think to think. Of Mark of, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo <laughs> would actually be very good. Yeah, yeah. And he would like we would give him no time to prepare his English accent. Yes, yes. So it would be very bad. <laughs> it would be awful. Um, and so yeah, he shows up. And he's like, "Hey, man, like, you know, divorce real tough." Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll get you your son back here get in Aldovia. Kingdom. You'll you'll still be the you, you are a king. Kingdom. I assume kings have a lot of power, <laughs> uh, so that's gonna be that's really gonna help us out. Yeah, I think this is good. Um, mm-hmm. oh, this is gonna be good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah. So here's the the deal is that they're fighting for the custody of their kid first, but then they're also fighting for custody of Aldovia. Yes. At um, one point, we get to see Simon's wedding that, because mm-hmm. you gotta have, you still have to have the feel of a Christmas. Yeah, so you have to have those random scenes yeah. that have nothing. Oh, to do with and the it's plot. gonna be so awkward when both of them get invited to that wedding because oh. she's got to go for her friend and yeah. it's his brother. Like he's gonna be the best man. Yeah, She'll exactly. probably be the uh, you know yeah, maid, of, maid honor. of honor. And they're still this awkward. Yeah, they're looking at each other and they're like, "Oh man, I remember marriage was so magical." And yeah. then they have a scene after where they re- they're reminded why they hate each yeah, other so yeah. much. Oh God, I can't yeah. wait. 
yeah. for the fight scene. Too. Oh, the fight scene's going to be so good. It's going to be such a... I mean, Rose McIver, fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the other guy can live up to, to, to Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Uh, he's going to try, though. I have yeah. to imagine. It's going to be good, at least. It'll, mm-hmm. It might reach good. That could be the peak, is if it's like, yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Because I don't think I said that was a good scene mm-hmm. <laughs> during this movie at all. Yeah. Here's, here's a scene we can play out. Okay. Um, how about this? How about this? I am the uh, I am the New York lawyer because I am from New York. <laughs> Wait, um, someone someone just texted me Domino's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just respond, hell yeah! <laughs> hello, I'm just gonna say hello. I put apartment seven oh seven. I'm doxing myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because everyone's gonna know which building you're in now. <laughs> okay, I fixed it. Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. Please. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just text me Domino's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good, though. Yeah. <laughs> now you know exactly what it's like. Um. All right. Wait. What? Set up the scene again. Okay. So the scene is, uh, you know, they both got their lawyers. And they're going to court. Mm-hmm. We couldn't avoid court. We had the whole scene where he's like, if we go to court, I thought, I thought we I thought weren't going to court. Yeah, but we are, that's going to be great court. and hilarious. Yes. Um, and now we're in court. And I'm the, the New York lawyer representing Rose McIver. And you, of course, are the Aldovian lawyer okay. uh, representing the king, yes. King Richard. Okay. And uh, we're going we're gonna to have to duke it out uh, to figure out who gets custody of the country and of the child. Okay. Uh, Wait, which one am I gonna? I'm, you're, I'm, you're the Aldovian one. Okay, you're gonna Aldovian you're gonna try and get the, make sure the king keeps his kingdom and his child. Okay. Um, the guy just replied again, Domino's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> he tried to call me as well, so I might call him. And then okay. I'll edit All right. This let's pause I'll, the podcast and then we'll we'll get I'll right do back. This scene. Uh, yeah. And uh, since we're pausing, John, please edit in um, a, a little limerick that you write yourself. <laughs> what is a limerick? In, in post, I want you to write, you're, you're Google what a limerick is, okay. write a little, and then you're going to insert it right here. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Merry Christmas to you, and happy holidays too. Rose McIver's a diva, viva Domino's pizza. Enjoy the rest of big boy movies, ya poo. We've got a pizza. Yeah, we got a pizza. That was a good limerick you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, no problem. I nice, can't wait to find nice out what Christmas that is. theme uh, <laughs> to it. Yeah. Um, uh, I assume you mentioned Domino's in there somewhere. Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Um, all right, the scene. Uh, I'm the king, and I... You're not the king. You're his lawyer. Oh, I'm the king. Because oh, the yes, king, this they is don't, the lawyer yeah, scene. They don't okay. talk, right, in the in the courthouse, because yeah, yeah. the lawyers do they the They just look at each other. Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, Scarlett Johansson's, like, upset. I think yeah, she yells yeah. something. But they're not, they're like, not supposed to. They're not supposed yeah, to say yeah. anything. Just don't say anything. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, are you going to lead it off? I'm going to lead it off. Your Honor... Over the last three years, this king, supposed king, uh, was almost usurped by his brother, then allowed his brother to come back into the kingdom, and then uh, allowed the economy to be crashed by one of his closest allies, and then uh, lost a sacred artifact to the kingdom and almost cursed his firstborn child. And you are trying to tell me that this man is responsible enough to to take care of that child and a kingdom. You're, you want to tell me that this queen, all right, she comes in, she she's just this this blogger from New York. She keeps calling herself a, a journalist. She's a real cocky. She she is mentally insane. She thinks she's more than she actually is, all right? She came into his life 
ruined it. I think she might be a schizophrenic. Honestly. Your Honor, Your Honor, this has not been medically proven. Uh, my client, I have the is, medical proof. I I don't believe the as we have established, Aldovian science is not to be trusted. It is ninety percent Christmas based. We put all our money into the science. All right. Now I feel like he is speaking for his client directly, uh, or he may be is a scientist, uh, which is not a lawyer. I am a scientist that he hired as a lawyer. I was previously a scientist. I'm now a lawyer. Ah, well, that's that's very interesting. Well, Your Honor, uh, would you trust a king who hires a scientist as a lawyer to look after a child, a precious gift from Christmas God? Listen to me, all right? This woman, she is an alcoholic. All right, we've seen her many times stumbling down the stairs of the royal castle on Christmas. Too much eggnog. She loves eggnog way too much. Uh, and I'm all for eggnog. This is the, the kingdom of Christmas. We're all about the eggnog here, but she drinks the one or two too many every time. Now, Your Honor, if, if I may, if I may bring up the fact that this man would not even be king if my client had not come into the kingdom and done her genius investigative journalism, uh, revealing his brother's secret plot to, to your, usurp her. I, and again, I want to use the word genius because that is what she is. Uh, her blog is read nationwide by many people, and her father makes it's the most blog. delicious hot It's dog. a blog. That is not a journalism. That is a blo- Anyone can start a blog. Uh, but can anyone start a blog uh, that reveals the secrets of a far yes. off European kingdom. Yes, anyone could do that. Did she what, what did she go what did your client go to school for? Uh she <laughs> uh on the record she has a bachelor's from uh uh NYU in bloggery. Bloggery. So that's yeah. not journalism, that's bloggery. Okay, I would like to bring up very quickly though that the uh king over here only has a uh GED and a certificate in web design that he right, got from the Aldovian right. Christmas School of Web Design. Yeah, this is true. But I would like to also point out that I don't even know where we are. What There, there is no judicial system here in Aldovia. All right. This is a monarchy where we don't have any. We don't know how to do this. I'm going here. to be honest. I did think it was strange that the judge is a snowman. Yeah. It, he is not even listening to us. His, I, his head did fall off. I, and I understand the science is still not proven that snowmen aren't real. Uh, we haven't we haven't looked at snowmen quite yet. I, I get that, but I really I'm on the side of the scientist that does believe snowmen are not real people. Uh, that that they're not real people, or that they are that not they're not real. real. They can't they they don't have emotions. They can't hear us. They mm. they're not living now things. That's that's an interesting point you make. <laughs> Now hold on. Now, tell me more about the snowman science. Yeah, I well, we've been researching it on and off, but it, we saw. Have you seen Frosty the Snowman? Of course, I've seen Frosty the Snowman. Well, it's in that one, he's real, and there's yes. a hat, and we have tried mm-hmm. to reproduce the hat. We tried to reproduce yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. We got children to sing the song or whatever. I don't remember how they do it. I think it's blasphemy. There's a carrot mm-hmm. and his nose and the buttons. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I'm aware of his anatomy. Yeah, and it didn't. It hasn't worked. Hmm. Ever now, I'm, I'm going to tell you what this is fascinating to me. I did have my client sign a a, a legal document, uh, in which case, if we could not reach an agreement, I actually became the king of Aldovia. What? And she signed that? Yeah, she signed that. And I'm thinking maybe you and I go into a little uh, agreement. Right. Maybe see, we I run could, Aldovia. I could probably get this buffoon maybe, to sign anything. Yeah, too. we maybe we get the kid. 
I'm down. Yeah. I'm, Raise the kid, be king and king. I, I'm down. Figure out queen. this snowman thing. I'm down. King and king. I mean, first first gay couple. We're, we're a progressive yeah. nation. A very progressive nation. They let a woman sign a document. Maybe yeah. they'll let a gay dude sign a document. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, well, well your honor, good. I rest my case. <laughs> uh, I, it seems he is now a puddle, mm-hmm. which means court is adjourned. Awesome. Awesome. I guess we're the new king and king. All right. <laughs> Ding dong, ding dong, <laughs> ding dong, ding and This dong. is where my grandma stops watching. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Satan! <laughs> yeah, and now we have uh, our expanded universe for the Christmas Prince 5. Where they uh, both, where they decide to become king and queen of New York after that. They're old. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. Old, their Aldovia has abandoned them. They, yeah, they, they're kicked out of Aldovia. They've <laughs> lost their child. Yeah. And they run, she runs for mayor of New York and wins, and then... Uh, creates a monarchy in New York. <laughs> yes. It becomes its own independent nation. I'm super excited for yeah. that one. Um, That's going to be good. We'll pitch it next year, I guess, after this yeah, one Yeah, no, out. no. We're definitely pitching a new one next year. I yeah. mean, we've already basically set up, uh, you know, next year's. But once yeah. we're right about it, we'll set up another one. Exactly. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um. Well, we've got a pizza to eat. <laughs> yeah, we do. Have, finally, the pizza saga <laughs> has ended. I'm excited. And uh, tonight, another saga is going to end. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. So, if you haven't listened to our Star Wars episode yet, yeah. Listen. Again, we will be different people on that one. So, yeah. uh, hello from the past. And until next time, stay jolly, you beautiful boys and girls. Oh, ho, 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 ho.